Hello once again and welcome back to a bipolar and black identity. Today's topic is going to be today's topic is going to be vulnerability. And I think that vulnerability is something that is very much lacking with people in general. People are afraid to be vulnerable and afraid to express themselves, afraid to show people who they are truly um but i especially feel that it's a problem within the black community that we are taught not to be vulnerable or that there's something wrong with vulnerability um and that's what we're going to discuss for the most part today um i i think that this topic can't be addressed without first harking on the demonization of black masculinity like Masculinity as a whole is kind of viewed toxically now, and I, for the most part, agree that a lot of the masculinity I've seen in my life has been very toxic, and I really would be pressed to find examples of masculinity that I consider positive, but I know other people who have, and their experiences when they describe them to me uh, let me know that there there are people who are who are more masculine in nature that are doing it right that are are have masculine traits and it is not a problem and it they use it effectively and in a way that um is beneficial to others and to themselves um anyways the demonization of black masculinity comes from the fact that uh black men are seen as more aggressive more powerful like take anything about masculinity and black men are supposed to take it to the hilt um that's how they're painted basically like quote-unquote savages which of course it um dehumanizes a a person and it, it makes them feel as though they are animalistic more animalistic in nature than other humans like they more likely to do certain things um the stereotypes being that you know black people or like people from the hood um just carry around a bunch of guns are constantly killing each other um getting into fights all the time and are just reckless more so than other people which of course isn't the case because rednecks exist and I don't know how people can talk about anybody else when rednecks exist however uh black men are are seen as more aggressive even and just by nature of existing they're seen as more aggressive and because that's pushed upon them and they aren't allowed to express feelings or emotions I feel like it kind of perpetuates it they they have been told that they're this way so even if they were not once somebody has pressed into you that this is the type of person that you are that's probably how you're going to act and how you're going to react to situations because you don't you haven't been taught anything else you haven't been given the tools to properly express yourself or to know that being super aggressive isn't always the right means to an end because you've been told that that's just how y'all act and that's just what you do and um that that's basically the only option uh, and I think it's unfortunate because I think there there is a lot to be said for like softness and uh, vulnerability, but it's seen as such a bitch thing or a pussy thing, and that's just not the case. Uh, I I feel like there's an unfair um, weakness placed on femininity that is not real. Femininity is strong, and a person that can express their feelings and communicate effectively is a strong person. That's a proper adult. We should all be striving to better be able to express ourselves and our emotions without resorting to violence and all these things. And once again, anger is a sensitive ass emotion. So for people to treat 
violent anger or aggressiveness as it is some as if it is somehow better than like sadness or any of the other emotions that could be like said are feminine it's ridiculous it's still an emotion so it's still a sensitive feeling that you're having you're reacting that way because something hurt your feelings and that's okay things can hurt your feelings it's knowing how to deal with those things and I think that when we um impose this view of hyper masculinity on people we remove from them the ability to express themselves properly or the to the even the feeling for them that they can express themselves they feel like they have to keep up this certain aesthetic or this look and i feel as though even black women are affected by this idea of hyper masculinity that is placed upon the black community i don't i think that you have to notice that black women are for some reason seen as more masculine than other women we're kind of robbed of femininity i i even joke that i'm like aggressive femme because i do like the dresses and i like to wear makeup and i like to look cute i like to look very cute and soft and things like that but i am very loud and i'm very outspoken and i'm very like i mean what i mean and a lot of other things about me too and that's not that's just a part of my personality but I think that a lot of people would attribute some of those characteristics that are particular to me because of who I am in my life experiences to it being because I'm black um, and a black woman nonetheless I feel like black women are are seen as manly like we're seen as like being like I guess broader shouldered and like da 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 and we're always like hey man and angry and riled up and aggressive or that's how they paint us like just any masculine traits they seem to attribute them to black women as well and also see it as a fault of ours which also which basically robs us of our femininity um and and they don't allow us the space to be soft and to express our feelings and to listen to our feelings and i think a lot of black women react so angrily and so aggressively because we don't feel heard we don't feel listened to we don't feel respected we feel looked down upon and people expect us to be walked all over and then to just accept it and when we do not then they want to say that we're aggressive or angry and that's an unfair thing to do and it's manipulative and it's abusive gaslight somebody in that way to completely ignore them and their their woes and their their downfalls and their struggles and then to tell them they're tripping that's insanity and then not only to do all that but then to say oh well now because you're angry and aggressive you're you lack femininity and you don't deserve to be treated um like women or like a woman or what have you or just in a feminine way like you don't deserve softness that's what I'm trying to say you don't deserve softness and I think that everybody across the board any gender all the genders none of if you're none of the genders deserves to experience softness and the the space to express one's feelings and be heard and to be vulnerable um it's just it's a human thing I don't even understand why that's up for argument in any way and not to mention that a lot of the reasons that we have something against being vulnerable are because we've been it's been 
kind of ripped out of us from our parents and ripped out of them from their parents. Uh, Generational trauma is real. Uh, I plan to do an episode on epigenetics and all that uh, later on, but it goes so far back. And especially if you're a black American to like slavery and all that things, of course, probably further, but like specifically speaking about slavery, the ways in which we were had to be taught to toughen up to deal with being enslaved and things like that, I think are things that are our parents passed down and through the years it all just seemed like this is how black parenting is but it's probably remnants of slavery and that creates this these people that are trying to make you hard so that you can stand up in this world and that's so important and they shouldn't be shamed for that but it also creates these people who are are using somewhat abusive means in order to raise children like the you aren't allowed to cry you aren't allowed to feel bad you aren't allowed to express how you feel you're not allowed to express this vulnerability you're not allowed to express an opinion um even and that can create people who are very holed up and very like callous and do not know how to say what they feel in a in the best way or communicate in the best way and don't know how to maneuver that and maneuver communication in general when they're older and when they're getting into relationships with other people even or friendships I consider all relationships under the same umbrella to be honest hinders you greatly and it really stunts how you how you view things and when you see the people and these kids and they're all like um I don't know any meme about how you can't trust anybody or you know everybody's a fraud blah 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 uh, any of these memes that make it seem like the entire world is out to get you like it's these people who have not been taught to be vulnerable and not been taught that it's okay if maybe not everybody is for you or if something bad happens that that's okay they've been taught that something bad happens and what you do is you shut down and you shut yourself off and you protect yourself and you you hole up you you go back into your shell like a little turtle and that's how you protect yourself and you the best way to protect yourself is by never giving anything anybody anything that can hurt And that's just unfortunate because you can never have real connections like that and you're afraid all the time. I know that I personally um, am afraid. Um, I'm not speaking from a place of like, oh, I'm so much better. This is me. I am a person who struggles with vulnerability on a real level. I struggle so hard. I want to open up. I want to have friends. I want to be close with people and it's it's such a trying time because every time I feel like I do it, I do it with the wrong people. And that's okay. I'm learning to be okay with that, with the, um, the fact that people come and go. That's fine. But it's still sometimes getting myself past the hurdle of thinking I don't want to even put myself out there for that to happen. I'm always on guard. And that's not fun. That's not how you get to know people. Like, You don't have to put yourself out there all at once. You can do it slowly. Like, it's just such an extreme. It's always just extremes. It's either like, this person is a ride or die, and I do anything for them, da-da-da-da, so you feel extra bad when you get screwed over, or it's like, I'm never opening up to anybody, and I'm never saying how I feel because nobody cares anyways, and that's also an extreme that's unhealthy, and there is a middle ground in there, and we really have to be able to find that place, especially us adults who are like, 
24 and above like it's not cute to talk like that anymore and it wasn't cute then it just is sad it's sad that we feel like that's the only way that we can live um i also want to speak about how when it comes to vulnerability black parents do um their children a disservice by say always saying turn to god and that jesus will fix it for every problem they have whether you're religious or not it doesn't even matter there are some things that jesus or god or whoever put on this earth to be of service to those who need it so if a child is expressing a certain level of depression or sadness or anything like that And your first thing is just pray about it instead of how can we fix this or do you need to talk to someone? You're doing your child a disservice. Like, there's so many opportunities and things accessible in this world that if you believe in God, you have to believe he put here. There's no reason to allow your child to suffer or to feel unheard because you don't really know how or want to deal with it. And you think that church can fix everything like these two things are separate or they should be and if you really believe in God and that he made all these things you should believe that the services that are out there come from him and are in place so that one may you know help themselves as you would um it just it's such it creates so much problems we need to talk about mental health in the black community so much more and I, I feel like everybody says that like it needs to be a conversation it needs to be a conversation I don't even know if it needs to be a conversation at this point we've talked about it what we need to do is act upon it it's, I'm, no more talking we need to make appointments we need to talk to professionals is what we need to do if that's the talk you're talking about that is the talk we need to have we need to be making appointments talking to professionals getting the medication that we need there's too much trauma in the black community for us to still be just praying about it we are struggling and we deserve to be here just as much as anybody else as much as we face with racism and epigenetic trauma and just like just being knowing that oppression exists in every fold of our lives that is a tiring feeling and we should have the access and feel safe to have the access um to the care that we need and not only that we should have those who resemble us and can understand our experiences available and um when we when we start acting Um, And showing that it's possible that this field is for us, there will be more people available who share our experiences and can understand where we're coming from. I I 100% believe in that and I think it is so important and I am really grateful that my mom and she's probably only like that because my entire family has mental health problems was never a person who thought that the only thing you could do is just pray about it. She would definitely tell me to pray. Um, which we came to a crossroads at (laughs) later on in life. But um, she would definitely tell me to pray, but she never felt like I I was wrong or above going to um, seek professional help. I didn't until I was an adult, but it was always out of fear. It was like, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what they're going to do to me, and I don't want anyone to change me as a person. I was afraid to need help. 
because of the stigma attached to it and that's in that way we do need to talk about it but more than anything we need to act upon these words and actually make appointments and go see these people and let them know that black people are out here suffering we are and we we deserve the same care that other people are getting or in um in their communities like other and i understand that a lot of minorities are actually like this and i i really wish that we can move past that i really wish that all all minorities due to just the state of being a minority could move past the stigma against getting help for mental health issues um it does not hurt to talk to a therapist it can only help really if nothing it'll leave you at neutral hopefully um and i do understand that there are some bad therapists don't let me say that like nobody can have a negative impact on you that's not true a good therapist will either uh, will certainly help you and and a therapist will just leave you at neutral um but hopefully you'll gain something out of it and if you find the right therapist you'll definitely gain something out of it just a, a listening ear somebody who's impartial to the situation who can help guide you without judgment you know really give you give you a voice and let you feel heard and um, you come to your conclusions on your own really um but it's just nice to have somebody to bounce it off of that doesn't have a vested interest you know it I don't know I can't describe why therapy works but it's just a really powerful thing and it and it does a lot of good I think I want to end this episode by talking about how vulnerability is even a problem when dealing with mental illness like I don't know I think that being a person that is bipolar it hinders me um I already have a fear of vulnerability but when I think about it in relation to me being bipolar it heightens um or makes me even more afraid to to tell people or um of situations of course situations that aren't going to have yet i also have anxiety like generalized anxiety so i'm always anxious but just thinking about the future in certain situations knowing that i'm bipolar now and they haven't come up yet but like meeting people and then ha- feeling like it's necessary to tell them say if i'm dating or something like that it I find it so frightening because that that level of vulnerability they could throw it back in my face there's been numerous times I don't I basically don't know anybody I've been close to um except for maybe one or two people who I haven't told something really deep about myself and they haven't thrown it back in my face so I'm very like aware of that being a trait that people have and it it's something that hurts so bad i will do a lot to avoid it because cuz i'll just shut down like i'll immediately just shut off all of my emotions because it it's such a painful thing to have trusted somebody and them to throw something really deep and or painful about you back in your face um and i think that um being bipolar is one of those things that i'm okay with it however if somebody were to throw it back in my face i i don't it's that wouldn't sit okay with me and that would make me feel pretty awful just like when people invalid had it happen where someone has invalidated my feelings about a situation before simply because um of my my mental health or what have you and it just seems uh, it's so it's such a tragic thing that people do that because it really does hurt a lot but yeah like even dating or anything like that I the stigma against being bipolar or having any mental illness really just makes you feel like it'll never go well 
and I have a lot of other reasons that I dating just in general seems like it wouldn't go well for me but um and has not up until this point um but being bipolar it just feels like no one's ever gonna take your feelings seriously it's always gonna be like you're being too much and I've been told I'm too much a lot and for my entire life and it, it's such a weird thing to hear because you don't feel that way to yourself and maybe sometimes you do you sleep it off that's what I usually do I take naps uh when I feel too much but it is it feels awful to hear from other people that you're too much that it's a lot um and when you're dating and you know you're bipolar then you feel like well that's got to come up sometime where it's gonna just be like oh you're why are you always so much like and you don't know you don't know why and you're afraid to like tell people that this is why this this thing is why I'm this way because then everything you do after that isn't isn't because you're a person and you have feelings and emotions and thoughts it's because you have this thing and now this thing is the only thing that matters about you and all of your feelings emotions and thoughts are because you have this thing and not because of who you are as a person and your ideologies and your beliefs and your ethics you, you become your mental illness instead of a human being and and it sucks um dealing with people who don't who don't have mental illness and them treating you like that does suck or dealing with people who have mental illness but it there's are like you know depression or something like that because to be honest sometimes depressed people really are flippant towards people with um more stigmatized mental illnesses and you know or even people with more stigmatized mental illnesses are um flippant towards each other like you know it, it just there's not enough there's not enough camaraderie and or acceptance of people and their differences and so you're constantly trying to check yourself and make sure that you're heard and make sure that you're aware of how you're coming off because you want people to take you seriously and you feel like people won't because of whatever you have um it it hurts and and it does make you not want to be vulnerable because why would you want to do that to yourself to put yourself out there like that and then have people kind of throw it back in your face or not listen to you at all um and then you question yourself constantly like whether anything that you feel is honestly real or is attached to this thing you can't control you it almost removes you from being a person You, you do start to feel like a walking disorder and it i don't know It's just really unfortunate. I'm going to go now.